Come on. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grombacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Cody Barbo. Cody, are you ready to do this? Let's rock it. Excellent. Let's do this. Cody is the founder and CEO of Trust and Will, a direct-to-consumer estate planning service. He is an entrepreneur. I'm excited to have you on. Cody, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yes, uh, great, great to be here. Thanks, thanks for having me. So, Cody Barbo, uh, born and raised in Southern California. I've been here in San Diego for the last 13 years, and I've started now three companies. This is my second venture-backed business, and the pursuit of Trust and Will really came to be because myself, along with our co-founders and and our team, you know, most of us are in our 30s. We're getting married. We're having kids. We're buying a home, and the fact that you can do your finances and investments online, your life insurance online. The fact that you can't, or at least at the time, do your estate plan online really frustrated us and that the only two options we're left with was a very expensive attorney experience or a very off-the-shelf online will maker, very transactional, when really estate planning is something you should be able to update throughout your life as your assets grow, your family grow. So we set out from the start to build a best-in-class modern estate planning solution and I'm uh, really happy to dive a little bit deeper into our success to date and some of the questions you have. Yeah. Well, let's just go ahead and jump into that success to date. Over the last two years, we've been incredibly proud. Uh, since we started this business, we've now raised $8 million in venture capital. We have a team of 18 people working hard every day here in San Diego. And that 18 people have helped us now service 85,000 members that have decided to start their estate planning experience with Trust and Will. So whether that's the first-time parents, it's somebody who just bought a home, it's somebody who is unfortunately dealing with the death of a loved one, or in these current times with pandemic, you know, people want to make sure that they can specify things like do not resuscitate or who can access and uh, make decisions on their behalf around their medical decisions and finances. These are all decisions that people have come together uh, in order to make the trustable experience happen. And we're really proud of our progress. Nice. Well, congratulations. So, and do you have a sense of, of how many folks here in, in, in the United States have have actually done this kind of thing? Yeah, so half the population has done this, but unfortunately, a lot of times those documents are out of date. So they set up their estate plan when their kids were born. It ended up in a box in the garage or the attic or it's at the bank. So most estate plans are often five to 10 years out of date. And for the half the population that doesn't have these documents, it's it's really serious how this can impact your life and your assets. When we die in the United States, and it's all state specific, but generally the same, your assets move from your family to the next, either through a trust or through probate. And if you die without an estate plan, it's called dying intestate. It can actually really create a, a mess for your family. And it's unfortunate in probate, 
not only is the government taking a cut on the transaction of the total estate value, but it's usually where family members or sometimes caregivers come out of the woodworks and end up suing each other to what they think they're entitled to. And sometimes it's not even a monetary asset. It's not the home or an investment account. It might be like a family heirloom that's got a more qualitative value uh, or no price could match. And we really feel that education is the biggest barrier. People don't understand the industry of estate planning. They think it's expensive, complicated. It's only for the rich. And really we want to open up people's minds that estate planning can be a simple, affordable, and very practical solution for the everyday family out there, especially again, if you have kids and own a home. So that's really at our core, what we try and provide is a five-star experience for every customer that comes through. They get educated on our website about what an estate plan is, which is the best product for them. They can chat with our team, schedule a phone call, and all of our products are available nationwide and, and state-specific documents, meaning that once you've finished online, you can follow through with the signature notary and witnesses to make that a legally valid document, and then come back at any time throughout your lifetime and make updates at an affordable small subscription, not the full price again. Nice. Well, I certainly appreciate everything you just said. I think it's it's very much on point. I'm I'm surprised to to hear that that half of of the population has engaged in estate planning. I would have put it way lower than that. Um, so I, I I guess that means that that folks yeah. like 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 you are having an impact. Um, and, and, depends. Yeah, it depends ahead. on the generation. So the generational adoption is probably a better breakdown. So in, in boomers, so like the kind of 60, 65 plus, you have a 60% adoption rate, 40% do not. Gen X, you have a 50-50 of have and have not. And then millennials, we're kind of, we're if people forget, half of us are 30 to 40 now. Like we're not a bunch of kids, myself included. Like I'm married with kids and I'm in the process of looking at buying a home. Uh, but you know, millennials, 80% do not have an estate plan, 20% do. That number will naturally convert probably to where the Gen X numbers are. Another 30% will adopt in the next decade as we mature into our 30s and 40s and have families and own homes and build our wealth. Got it. Yeah, that's. I, I appreciate <laughs> that. So I think it's 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 interesting. Um, you talked about these different industries, like being able to invest online, being able to buy life insurance online, and now being able to do this online. And fight, fight, mm-hmm. obviously, do do your income taxes. Um, so that's naturally going to help with more people having it. Um, and it's 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 interesting. It used to be that that you had to, to to maybe go talk to an attorney, which the thought of that for most people is probably very very foreign or scary, and they think it's too expensive or just getting some kind of a, a cookie cutter thing on online. So, can you walk me through a little bit about what 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 the actual process and experience looks like? Should I um, engage on 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 your site? Yeah, so I'll, I'll take a step back to touch just very quickly on the attorney piece. So estate planning is state specific. So whether you go to an estate planning attorney where the price range makes no sense to me, but you're spending anywhere from $1,500 to $5,000 and up, if you are the everyday family with up to a couple million in assets, including your home, financial and investment accounts, life insurance policy, you have some kids, cars, your estate is not complex. So they're probably gonna put you in a revocable living trust The documents are fairly templated. They themselves use the software, uh, and it's kind of an industry standard software 
So it's really like the ultra high net worth or people that start to hit the estate tax threshold of like 11 and 22 million respectively that should and can pay for a best in class trust and estates attorney. So when we approached this whole process, we wanted to unbundle the estate planning experience. And the reason why is that most attorneys, they make their money on a trust, that 1500 to 5000 kind of being the baseline, depending on where they're at in the country. And the documents are the commodity. You have to be fairly black and white with the language that's used. So we start with I don't want to call it a template because our documents are still customized and our software is incredibly advanced in terms of how custom and detailed you want to get. But from when people hit up our website, so trustimol.com, they're finding out about us through a variety of ways, podcasts, radio, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, fill in the blank, uh, even through some partnerships we have in the financial services and insurance space. And when you get to the site, we have a quick little quiz. There's six icons. It's like a house, kids, a certain asset threshold, and a couple others. And that's going to funnel into one of our three products. So the three products we have, the first is called Guardian, which is our entry-level product. It's $49 with a small subscription. And it's really a nomination of Guardian form. So for the first-time parent who maybe doesn't own a home or have any assets but still wants that peace of mind that they've appointed legal guardians if something happens to them, that product takes less than five minutes to fill out. It's basically cataloging your info, information about your kids, then who you want to have look after them. From the Guardian product, you can upgrade into our will package because most people start there and they're like, oh, this isn't so bad. I do own a home. I do have life insurance and some finances. And I actually do, I think I, I maybe want to choose burial over cremation or vice versa. So then they can upgrade into the will package, which is $129, takes about 15 minutes to complete. We're educating people throughout the process. We're only asking you one question per screen. So we never want to overwhelm you. Your information is auto-saved throughout the process. So you can come back at any time and finish with you or you and your spouse. And uh, and you're also getting the power of attorney and healthcare directive. So again, who can access medical and financial records and who can make medical and financial decisions on your behalf, including the most common is like DNR, do not resuscitate. And then from there, if you do own a home, if you do have a couple hundred thousand in assets, and especially if you're in a populous state or a state that has unfortunately a long probate process, like the big states, California, Texas, New York, Florida, then a trust really is is a, a really great option because it avoids probate. So you're probably tacking on another 15 minutes for the trust. The separate piece of the trust, you actually have to go fund it. So it's your funding, uh, your retitling of assets, and it takes a little more time post-trust creation. But it really, uh, it, it is by far the best modern estate planning vehicle for a lot of families out there. They're in the wealth building phase, and that's that's a $500 product. We did recently introduce an attorney tier in California. So in California, and we'll bring this to more states, you can actually work with a trust and states attorney who can provide legal advice, talk through advanced planning, tax implications, uh, and or the funding of the trust. And we're really proud of that as it's a new product at $800, so a couple hundred dollars more than the self-service trust. Um, but we're really trying to serve about 95% of households in this country with easy to digest products. And again, you can come back at any time and make updates. We ship out a beautiful packaging to our customers all over the country that comes with the state specific instructions on how to make it legally valid. And we're really proud of what we have today in market. Nice. I think that's fantastic. Did, did you get a lot of pushback from, from bar associations? No, no, I mean, they have, that's a great question. So we actually just did the American Bar uh, Journal has their Legal Rebels podcast. So we actually just did a podcast and interview with them a couple weeks ago. And specifically where we're starting to warm up the conversations with the state bar associations is around the change in regulatory requirements around signature, notary, and storage of documents. So 
In January of 2019, we completed the first electronic will in U.S. history in the state of Nevada. So instead of finishing and paying, even though we're an online service, we still print out and ship the documents to our customers. So in Nevada, residents can still choose print and ship if they want, or they now have the option to do a video call with the notary where they have to show valid form of government ID. They're doing a digital signature. The notary is doing a digital stamp. And then that video is recorded and stored as a session in attachment with the documents in an all digital experience. So Nevada went live, Indiana went live last year. We have Florida and Arizona that were scheduled to go live this summer. And we've had a bunch of states under the current pandemic actually uh, initiate executive orders. So state governor, secretary of states in New York, Missouri, Iowa, Wisconsin, uh, DC, the District of Columbia and Arizona all activated these short-term initiatives. So for the ABA, we're really looking to be a supportive voice and that we're hitting it from a unique angle. We're looking more at our products and services as like a financial inclusion, uh, since most families can't afford a three to $5,000 attorney and they're not gonna service our clients anyways at the end of the day, they'll usually turn them away. So we really feel that we're complimentary to the state bar associations and it really just takes a warming up of conversations to help them see it through that lens and we're usually pretty good from there. Nice, it's all about framing, right Cody? Yeah. <laughs> it's all how you look at something. All right, totally. excellent. Well, that 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 sounds like a great, a great val- and, and very valuable service. So I'm I'm curious from an entrepreneurial standpoint. Um, do you mentioned this is the second venture back company that this is? I think you mentioned this is your third company. Mm-hmm. Um, did have 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 you moved on from those two? And as yeah. you were perhaps exiting. Were, 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 were you just looking for, for a new industry or how, 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 how'd you figure this out? Yeah. So I think it's taken me 10 years to figure this out, but I've really been driven by purpose in the work that I do. It doesn't necessarily have to do with what the type of company it is, the industry it's in. If it's helping people from building products that help people, you can typically find success. So my first startup was not doing that. So I call it my practice run <laughs> right out of college. It was a social media app called Niche, um, think Pokemon Go for content. So it's right when Snapchat came out. Snapchat limited content to 10 seconds or less. We wanted to limit the location that you could access content. So whether you're going to your favorite bar or restaurant, you're going to a music festival. I was 21 at the time, if this gets perspective. <laughs> you go you go to your you know significant other's house, your, your boyfriend, girlfriend, yada, yada. These places have different meaning to you. And sometimes you don't want that type of content to necessarily be as publicly displayed as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. So you physically entering the space unlocked the content. And then that was kind of the the vision for the company is that you could go explore all these incredible places and experiences in your life. But the only way to see what was happening there prior to you is you had to go there yourself. So it's kind of like Pokemon Go for content, if that, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, failed, failed to raise money. It was just like too ahead of its time in 2012. Um, but it was, it was a fun experience because I, you know, it just sounded cool to be working on a startup. So my pivot to my second business, which had some meaningful success, was a company called Industry. So think LinkedIn for the hospitality. I had done a small stint in fine dining and I worked for one of the country's largest restaurant groups. And when I found out that they were hiring on Craigslist and accepting paper resumes, when I'd seen the proliferation of LinkedIn go from a startup to a public company at this time, I was like, how does LinkedIn not exist for the service industry? because it's very much a white collar professional network. And I'd done research and seen networks for the military, medical, and a few other industries pop up. 
And I really was just so surprised that they raised venture capital, they built strong communities, but no one was servicing hospitality, which one in 10 Americans is what they do for their career, not just a job in high school or college. So over the course of four years as founder and CEO, grew the business uh, pretty substantially. We launched 12 markets, mostly on the West Coast, servicing small business owners with a $50 a month subscription and then selling into large restaurant groups with annual uh, pricing tiers, but basically leading with helping them understand their cost with hiring, recruiting, turnover, and helping them make the right decision the first time when they were kind of in that initial job listing process. And we we raised a couple million in venture, had a team of 25. And unfortunately, my time, this is me speaking very transparently, in June of 2017, I was let go by the board as a young founder and CEO. And at the time, I didn't really know what was happening. I didn't first and foremost know that that could happen. It's not that I did anything wrong. It's that the board wanted to take the company in a different direction. So my initial feedback was, well, at least put in one of my co-founders. But I really was, I felt a little betrayed that they didn't have this conversation with me from prior board meetings where we could have put another co-founder in the driver's seat. We could have recruited an outside CEO and I could have played a, a role better to my strengths. And very quickly, that was June of 17, we started working on Trust and Mole in August. So that transition was very fast. And that's just kind of a testament to my, my mindset as an entrepreneur is to build great products with good people. And while industry still succeeds uh, today, and while I still have an equity position, you know, they tried to pivot into the cryptocurrency space on the tail end of 17, that didn't work out. And then as we're seeing right now, hospitality has just gotten wrecked more, more so than almost every other industry. So they're still operating in a light capacity, but it was just really sad to not be a part of that journey anymore, despite being proud, very proud of what we built while I was there. But, and, you know, there's light at the end of the tunnel and Trustimal has been such a great success. And I've been able to lead this organization with my values and integrity intact, choosing great co-founders, great team, phenomenal investors, and getting to build a product that doesn't just get to help, you know, 10, 15 million hospitality workers, but a product that could help 100 to 150 million Americans as they think about their estate planning needs. Oh, that's awesome. That's an entrepreneurial journey right there, man. Yeah, it was not fun going through that, but now reflecting back on it, it's like oddly, I'm kind of happy it happened just to experience that while I was younger. And uh, it's, it's, it's taught me a lot about myself and how to just think about how I want to do business and who I want to do business with more than anything. Yeah, amen. Yeah. Well, Cody, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? The two times of day that you can control is your morning and evening routine. I don't know why it took me so long to figure this out, but the more time you invest in having a super dialed in morning and evening routine, I promise, promise, promise the listeners, if you get up at the same exact time every morning, if you prepare to go to bed at the same time every night, just live and breathe that routine, at least you know Sunday through Thursday or Friday morning. You can have fun on the weekend still, uh, as everybody should. But I found it made such a difference in my health, getting good sleep, and then just understanding that I can start, you know, from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. without any distractions. Mama's, my wife still sleep in, baby still sleep in, dogs still sleep in. So I can read the newspaper, read a book, do a quick meditation session, and then do the same thing in the evening just to kind of slow the brain down and prepare for the next day. And I found it to be very, very helpful. Well, I think that is great stuff that definitely gets, come on, come on. And I couldn't agree with you more, man. That's yeah. a being being able to book in those days is is such a powerful thing. So, amen. Well, Cody, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you, and where can they find the service? 
Yeah, so uh, trustandwill.com, very direct. If you even Google Trust and Will, we should be the first to search uh, pop-up. And then for my personal social, at Cody Barbo on Twitter and on LinkedIn, I'm very responsive there. So just give me a shout out that you heard it on the podcast and I'm happy to connect and dive deeper into whatever other goals and aspirations your listeners have. I love it. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Cody your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to trustandwill.com. Follow him on Twitter and LinkedIn. I'll list all those in the notes of the show. Thank you again, Cody. Yeah, thank you. My pleasure. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together.